Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today we're looking at the second half of the listening, which was all about Asian honeybees in Australia, a very common topic for IELTS. We looked at the multiple choice questions in the last podcast, and now we're looking at the gap fill. The title of the gap fill is Looking for Asian Honeybees. And first of all, I will read the gap and then I will read the part of the listening that you need to focus on. It says, birds called rainbow bee eaters eat only something and cough up small bits of skeleton and other products in a pellet. So the first gap says that Rainbow bee eaters, which is a kind of bird, eat only something. Now, could you guess that? They're called rainbow bee eaters. (laughs) So they eat only something. So it could be only bees, I guess. And they cough up small bits of skeleton and other products in a pellet. So we need to know what the rainbow bee eaters eat. And here is the first part. How will you know if Asian bees have entered Australia? We're looking at the diet of the bird called the rainbow bee eater. The bee eater doesn't care what it eats, as long as they're insects. But the interesting thing about this bird is that we are able to analyse exactly what it eats. And that's really helpful if we're looking for introduced insects. Okay, so we needed to know what the rainbow bee eaters eat. And it said the bee eater doesn't care what it eats, as long as they're insects. So the answer there is insects. We had a lot of questions about this plural and how we can learn whether you need a plural or not. I really do try to emphasise it when I'm reading the listening tasks because it's just so important. It's, It's crucial that you know if it's a singular or plural in the listening test. So I do try to emphasise it, but there are other clues that can help you. So, for example, it says birds called rainbow eaters, rainbow bee eaters, eat only something. So there's no uh, there's no article. Um, So we know it must be something general. And if it's general, it's going to be plural, basically. So, you know, they eat only insects. They eat only small mammals. They eat only vegetables. So knowing the grammar of when you use plurals will help you, well, guess, basically. If you can't hear it in the listening because they're fast, then you will need to use the grammar clues from the rest of the sentence in order to help you. I mean, even if you look at that sentence, it says birds, which means in general, called rainbow bee eaters, which is general, eat only insects, which is general, and they cough up bits, of course, is general, and other products is general, in a pellet. 
So a palette shows that there's only one, so there's no S. So again, it's just a question of getting used to the grammar. And, you know, when I post these on Facebook, these full PDFs, um, I do color code them and I highlight. So you've got the tape script and I highlight anything that is important, such as that plural S. Also, other clues, it says the bee eater. So there it's got the bee eater, which often is used for a species. So you, you might say the eagle or the lion. So the bee eater doesn't care what it eats as long as they are insects. So again, in fast speech, they are sounds like there as long as they're insects. So it's easy to miss maybe that plural sound because you're not used to hearing they are as a contraction. Um, I do talk a lot about contractions with my students and how important they are. They are <laughs> um, when you're using fast speech in your speaking, for example, using contractions like they are becomes there. Um, it's very important to give your a language a more informal kind of tone. But then you mustn't use it in the IELTS writing task too academic because you need to use formal language. But then in the general training task one, I, I, I totally think that using contractions in an informal letter will increase your score because it shows that you can write informal English. So that's the end of uh, the lecture on contractions. Um, but I just wanted to answer that question that Razib had asked me on Facebook about how he can improve his um, ability to spot the plural S. So if, if you're listening, Razib, I, I hope this helps a little bit. Let's go on to the next question. Uh, the gap says researchers go to the locations the bee eaters like to use for something. They collect the pellets and take them to a something for analysis. So again, we've got researchers in general go to the locations, the places, general, the bee eaters in general like to use for what, the places they like to use for what. And they, the researchers, collect the pellets. So remember, the pellets is this kind of thing that the and the birds cough up. And the researchers collect the pellets and take them to a something for analysis. So you've got a something. So they have to take them to a place. What kind of place do they take them to for analysis? And by the way, if you want to check this word pellets, I know it's a strange word. It's P-E-L-L-E-T-S. And if, you know, we talk about you need to know a little knowledge of kind of animals for IELTS, believe it or not. But pellets, um, I think most famously is owls. You know, they, they cough. They cough up these things full of fur and bones Um after they've digested the meat, it's called a pellet. You don't need to know that word, but um, it seems to be important here and could cause some confusion. <laughs> um, right, where were we? So, 
they go to the locations the bee eaters use and they collect the pellets and take them to us something. So this is what they say. Insects have their skeletons outside their bodies. So the bee eaters digest the meat from the inside. Then they bring up all the indigestible bits of skeleton and of course the wings in a pellet a small ball of waste material which they cough up. So this paragraph, the whole purpose of this part is just to explain the word pellet, which we talked about. So as I mentioned before, you don't need to know the word. Uh, they've explained it to you. They've said it's a small ball of waste material which they cough up. So cough meaning. <coughs> then it comes on to our answer part. It says... In the field, we track down the bee eaters and we find their favourite feeding spots. You know, the places where the birds usually feed. It's here that we can find the pellets. We collect them up and take them back to a laboratory to examine the contents. So, we were looking for where the bees like to go and the researchers go to these locations to find the pellets. So it said, in the field we track down the bee eaters and find their favourite feeding spots. The places where the birds usually feed. So the answer is feeding, feeding, sorry it's not feeding spots, the answer is feeding the, because you need to know the place that bee eaters like to use for and that gives you ing for feeding. So if you put feeding spots, that would be wrong. A feeding spot is a place where they like to go for feeding. And it's one word, feed, ing. Ing because it's after for, but it's also ing in the text. You do not need to change any of the words from the text. Then it says, we collect them up and take them to a laboratory to examine the contents. So the answer for 27, where do they take them? To a laboratory. So singular, one laboratory. And just check the spelling, which could be tricky. Laboratory ends in O-R-Y, not A-R-Y. Um, okay, coming on to the last few. Um, what happens in the laboratory? So it says, number 28, here something is used to soften the pellets and the researchers look for the something of Asian bees in the pellets. So we need to know what is used to soften them, to make them soft. And what do you think? What would you use if you found a pellet full of skeleton bones covered in fur? What would you use to soften them? <laughs> and the researchers look for something of Asian bees in the pellets. So they're looking for a part of the body of Asian bees in the pellets. So it says the pellets are really hard, especially if they have been out in the sun for a few days. So first of all, we treat them by adding water to moisten them and make them softer. Then we pull them apart under the microscope. Everything is all scrunched up, 
but we're looking for wings. So we just pull them out and straighten them. Then we identify them to see if we can find any Asian bee wings. Okay, so the question is, what do we use to soften them? And it says the pellets are hard. So first of all, we treat them by adding water to moisten them and make them softer. So the answer is water. Water, of course, is uncountable. So there is no S. And because it says here water in the space, it says something is used. Is, therefore, is singular. Um, like water is singular because it is uncountable. So there is no S needed. But when we come to the next question, it says researchers look for the something of Asian bees. And the answer says um, we pull them apart under the microscope. We're looking for wings. And the answer is wings. W-I-N-G-S. And it's plural because they're not just looking for one wing, of course. How could they? They're looking for all of the wings that have been eaten by the bee eaters. So, of course, that will be plural. Um, there is a the in the space. It says the something of. So, yes, there's no a. But, of course, plural can have a the, especially if it is specific, which it is here. It's not any wings. It's the wings of Asian bees. So the makes the plural wings specific. But you definitely need the S because it's plural. Finally, it says, this is the last question. It says the benefit of this research is that the result is more something than searching for live Asian bees. So we're looking for something positive about this kind of the research with this kind of research. And it says the result is more something more adjective. What is it better than searching for live Asian bees? And again, it's academic English. So if you're thinking about, you know, doing research, um, you know, what do you want the result to be? You want the result to be. And we'll see now. It says so far. Our research shows that Asian bees have not entered Australia in any numbers. It's a good result and it's much more reliable than trying to find live ones as evidence of introduced insects. So it says that this way of taking the wings out of pellets is much more reliable than trying to find live ones as evidence. So the adjective we were looking for is reliable. And that is, of course, an academic word that we need to use when we do research. We have to be able to rely on it. We have to know that it's accurate. So the answer is reliable. And of course, they test your spelling because the verb rely is R-E-L-Y. But the adjective is with an I, R-E-L-I-A-B-L-E. -E. It is one of the spelling word forms that they check. Um, 
Remember, they do like to test you on word forms. Um, yesterday, I posted about my blog on this. And if you go to the Facebook group, I've got a list of word forms that you can download and it's there and it's on my website too. Let me know if you can't find it. Um, what else? OK, so we've come to the end of that listening. Um, it is an important one. I do try and find and choose the ones which I think are uh, topics that come up very regularly. So the vocabulary from this is all about introduced insects, insects or animals or species which have been introduced into a country, which means it's been brought in from somewhere else and the effect that has on the ecosystem and on the native species of a country. That's a very typical IELTS topic. Um, in this listening, we also focused on using the plural S and how we can identify that, how we can look out for it, how we can hear it and how we can use the clues of the gaps to help us guess whether we need a singular, for example, if it's uncountable or if there's a, an a, like a laboratory or if it's plural where it's general. OK, so I hope that's helped. Um, that's quite a long one today. Sorry, I missed two days, so I'm trying to do longer ones, but maybe less frequently, if you don't mind. <laughs> OK, thanks ever so much for listening. Please uh, leave me a message if you'd like to and I'll get back to you. Bye for now. Have a lovely evening. Bye.